Welcome to the Panjiva Daily. We bring you data-driven insights into global trade events and a review of our recent research. I'm Chris Rogers, Panjiva's Trade Analyst, and here's what's on for June 16th. Maersk's chief executive has pointed to increasing market share. We see evidence in both the US and Brazil. Also, Costco is shifting volumes to Long Beach, and our monthly review of the US generic pharmaceutical sector shows they are on the rise ahead of a new executive order. Let's get started with three short items on logistics. Container line Maersk should meet its financial targets and has been growing its market share, according to Chief Executive Soren Sku. The company's share of US inbound traffic has continued to grow, with a 0.2 percentage point rise to reach 6.2% of all traffic in the three months to May 31st compared to a year earlier. If we include Hamburg Sud, which it's in the process of acquiring, that rises to 9.5%. Maersk has also expanded its market share in Brazil, also to around 9.5% in the quarter to April 30th. However, this will drop when its sale of Mercosul to CMA-CGM is completed. Secondly, on the ports, Gene Soroka, the executive director of the Port of Los Angeles, has accused Costco shipping of shifting container volumes from the port of LA to Long Beach due to the latter's more lax environmental rules. A shift has certainly occurred, with our data showing 60% of Costco's traffic to the two ports went to Long Beach in the past three months. That compares to just 51% a year earlier. And in fact, it peaked at 69% in May. However, this only returns to longer-term levels that we last saw in 2014. It may also be explained by post-merger integration with CSCL, which it acquired last year, as well as the operational needs of the Ocean Alliance, which started in April. Third in logistics, we've taken a look at the canals. The Suez Canal Authority will extend rate cuts of as much as two-thirds for container lines through the year-end. That's likely to be a response to a loss of volumes to the Panama Canal after the latter's widening last year. Volumes handled through Panama increased by a quarter on a year earlier over the past 12 months. The Suez Canal, meanwhile, saw a 2% drop. However, the rate cuts are having an effect. The Suez Canal handled 6% more vessels in the month of May. As the Panama Canal effect of diverting Asia to US traffic begins to subside, as we think it did in May, the Suez Canal may begin to see further growth. Moving on now to economics, US import and export price inflation slowed significantly in May, with import price inflation slowing to 2% from 4% a month earlier. That still outstripped export price inflation of 1% though. Now this matters because the higher import price inflation versus exports could act as a further spur to an increase in the US trade deficit, which we've seen over the past several months. On the topic of politicised deficits, India's export growth slowed to 8% from 20% in May. Now that resulted in a trade deficit that was 11% higher than economists expected, but it may reverse in June as oil prices begin to fall compared to the year earlier. Notably, exports to the US are actually accelerating and rose by 13% in May, our data shows, driven by textiles and auto parts including tyres. That isn't all good news though as it may increase the controversy of Prime Minister Modi's meeting with President Trump, which is scheduled for June 26. While that will focus mostly on visas, the topic of rising Indian exports to the US will be a topic. Shifting gears now, we have a handful of reports looking at what trade data can tell us about industrial activity. 
Starting with retail, Kroger, the retailer and grocer, reported a 5% growth in its first quarter revenues and actually beat analysts' expectations by 2%. However, the stock fell by nearly a fifth because the management came out with a weaker than expected outlook. Our data would suggest that falling prices are clearly an issue. The company's imports increased by 17% on a year earlier in volume terms. Given that sales only increased by 5%, and given that inventories increased by 10%, the remainder would suggest that they've had to accept lower prices for the volumes that they've been selling. There's also probably been shifts in the company's supply chain. Imports from China and Hong Kong increased by a quarter, and those from Taiwan fell by a fifth. Next on apparel, sportswear maker Nike will cut a quarter of its shoe styles in an attempt to offset a loss of market share in North America. That follows an earlier disappointing outlook statement they gave at their earnings report in March. Our data would suggest the company is still struggling. Its US imports fell by 5% on a year earlier, in the quarter to May 31st, although that is the slowest rate of decline in over a year. But it is far from unique in seeing some sort of recovery. The rate of decline at its competitor Under Armour slowed to 9% from 19% previously, while Adidas and Skechers actually continue to grow their imports. On electronics, Foxconn may build a US factory in Wisconsin. Previous commentary from management suggests that this may be a display panel facility. Strategically, that will allow the company to avoid future tariffs. Our data shows that US imports of display panels increased by 7% on a year earlier in the past year. Chinese manufacturers have been increasing their market share with a more than one quarter rise in their exports compared to declines for those in South Korea, Taiwan and Japan. Finally for today, we've published our proprietary monthly review of the pharmaceutical industry. A new executive order from President Trump will seek to control drug pricing. That may pull the generic drug makers that export to the US in two directions. On the one hand, a desire for cheaper drugs in the US will help them, However, new rules on intellectual property rights may make the formulation of new generic drugs more difficult. The top 12 generic pharma companies that we track saw a 6% rise in their shipments to the US in the past quarter, led by a 64% jump from Aurobindo. However, they're increasingly reliant on products outside the traditional big four of statins, PPIs, anticonvulsants and insulins. Imports of those products actually fell by one-fifth over the same period. That's it for today. If you'd like to find out more about Panjiva Research, head over to our homepage at panjiva.com. Thank you very much for listening and have a great weekend.